The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Beyonce wishing everyone happy holidays. I'm Justin Timberlake and uh, happy holidays. Don't eat too much. Hey, we are Nickelback and we're wishing everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Christmas to you all. Um, this is being released on Christmas morning. We do hope that you're having a lovely, lovely Christmas morning. You've gotten everything you wanted. You've gotten your uh, merch. You've gotten your swag. You've gotten your toys. Uh, hopefully you, you got everything you wanted. But we're going to give you a little extra today. Uh, myself and Omega Luke are going to bring to you a little special program for Christmas. Um, And we are going to do a little toy-related episode. Um, But first, I want to introduce my buddy, Lukey, baby. Lukey, what's up? Yo. Hey, how's it going, mate? It's very good. Um, United are starting a new era uh, today, and uh, I'm very excited about that. Um, by the time you listen to this, I will either be depressed or thoroughly happily uh, happy with the with the new uh, boss, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, anyways, enough of the football. Let's talk about another toy that uh, was a very prosperous toy for a lot of people of a certain generation, and that was Mr. Potato Head. Did you ever get oh, yeah. one of these uh, as, as I a youth? Did. You yeah. did. Um, I got it once and. Then I lost all the pieces, and I was just left with a potato. <laughs> so, but that's uh, the dream, isn't it? Everyone, everyone wanted a Mr. Potato Head. They were like it around, like the film. It was classic, man. You could you could move around the the faces. You can contort everything. It was lots of fun. Um, to be fair, I had all the wrestling figures. Um, so so at, when I was a youth. Once I got like a new wrestling ring or a new wrestling figure to just bash them against, um, I was more of a wrestling figure guy. I, had, I must have had like, what, 50, 75 different guys? Um, it was pretty yeah. epic. I think every young boy had that um, huge wrestling figure, um, you know, uh, lot of guys, um, all the classics. I do like, I want to say real quick, I love how WWE has some of those classic action figures coming out now. I saw some at Target, and I said, wow, that's cool. The ones that are, like, not very mobile. Um, yeah. Remember those? The Hasbro or whatever. Yeah. I love how they're really putting a spotlight on the, the figure collection now with Zack Ryder and, and Kurt Hawkins. You know, with the, 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 t- the YouTube channel, well, not the YouTube channel, the WWE YouTube channel with the YouTube show that they do with Figure It Out. I love that show. I don't even collect myself, but I just like uh, watching those two because I think they're they're really funny and bounce off each other. 
and they really are putting a spotlight on mm-hmm. wrestling figures, yeah. which I think is a good thing. And Zack Ryder, man, how good is he kind of making his own, um, you know, paving his way with the Intercontinental, or not the, inter- the uh, Internet Wrestling Championship many, many years ago. Really yeah. breaking the mold for a YouTube show. Now we have Being the Elite, Escaping the Mid-Card, tons of guys using YouTube as a platform, which is fantastic. Um, and now, like you said, he's got an action figure uh, podcast and show, which is fantastic. Um, so what we're going to do today, just to explain the crazy crazy ideas in my brain, um, we're going to do a Mr. Potato Head special. And we're going to select the pieces of Mr. Potato Head to create our own wrestler using wrestling body parts and gimmicks and hair and attire. And I really don't know how this is going to play out, Luke, but we're, we're going to do our best. We've put our list together, and I think it's going to be fun. Um, if we have any very talented listeners of the podcast who are great with Photoshop – by all means, take these names, put together a Frankenstein wrestler for us, and uh, <laughs> share it with us. Um, I know Luke and I are also, you know, Luke's kind of progressed uh, in the in the graphics department way better than me, but uh, we need somebody with special skill to put this one together. Um, yeah, I ain't attended that. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. I, I mean, I could put like a face over a face, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so we're gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna take these pieces. We're gonna do the body. We have to start with the foundation. So who's gonna be our body? Um, and <laughs> looking at the list right now, there's <laughs> so many muscles. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna do the body. We're going to do the eyes, the ears, the mouth, hair, arms, and attire. So we're going to make our wrestler very, very like the, you know, very much like the Mr. Potato Head. Um, and uh, we're going to start here. I'm going to start with the uh, with a body. We need a foundation. We need something. We need a potato. And neither of us has really chose a potato couch kind of guy. We've chosen... Uh, like Rocky Horror, uh, perfect uh, masculine build. Sculptures of, Sculpture of men. Absolute Adonis's blokes. Yes, so much baby oil. It's um, Seth Rollins would be envious. Um, so my body, I'm going to start with, the foundation is going to be Tyler Bates. Big, he's a, strong he's boy. He's a big, strong boy. He's got quads of a god. Um, he's a handsome chap and he's got, I think a perfect wrestling physique, wrestling body, um, to take wrestling into a whole new direction in, in real life. He's a flippy. He could fly. He could pick up three guys at one time. He's a freak of nature. And Tyler Bate is going to be the foundation of my Mr. Potato Head, uh, figure. Um, Lukey baby, who are you picking for your your potato, your foundation for your Mr. Potato Head? First of all, I just want to say Tyler Bay is a great choice. I like that a lot. I'm going for someone who I base my physique on myself. Um, <laughs> a lot of people have told me that it's almost an uncanny um, resemblance of my own body, and that is EC3. Come off it. So, um, obviously, 
absolutely jacked. There is more muscles on oh that man God. than there should be. He is so defined. I, I don't know what his work regime must be to get that amount of definition in every mm-hmm. body part. But that guy must never be at home. He must, unless he has a gym at home, he must always be working on something. But that is that is the body, that is the potato that I am basing <laughs> my Mr. Potato on, EC3. You know, a lot of times I have these weird ideas for shows and I think to myself, you know, it's a fantastic idea. And then when we're doing it, I'm just, I'm cracking up inside because this is ridiculous. Um, but absolutely, <laughs> absolutely loads of fun. Which is what podcasting should be about. Lots of fun. Um, so anyways, that's a great pick. EC3. I, I wonder how much of this is genetics with uh, Kayfabe uh, Dixie Carter. Is this... Mm. Uh, I wonder. Who's the dad? I don't know. I'm just, you know, putting it out there. Conspiracy theorist over here. I wonder if uh, Dixie Carter has obliques like EC3. That's what I want to know. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, I'm pretty sure she's a big fan of KFC. Whoop, whoop. Um, Who isn't? That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. <laughs> how do we go? How do? Where do we go from here? Well, I think I'm going to go to ears. So we need to pick some ears for our Mr. Potato Head. And, and I'll go first with the ears. I thought of somebody. Who who's gonna listen? Who can hear the crowd? Who can hear the match happening? Who can hear the response? And who can really make the right decisions at the right time? And I thought about somebody who uh, took a suplex, um, who gave a suplex at G One Special in in San Francisco to Juice Robinson, and he got a wild, impulsive reaction from Josh Barnett. He got Jim Ross cursing on air, and this guy fed into it. He took control of the situation because he listened to the situation. He's a very cognitive guy. So my ears, with that background, is going to be Jay White, Switchblade. Uh, I think he's he's right, going to be the ears. He can listen. He's hearing the things in the locker room. He hears Tamatonga upset. He hears Okada destroyed. He's playing with balloons and, and stuff. Um, so Jay White is my ears for that reason. Uh, Lukey, who do you have? What ears have you put on your Mr. Potato Head on a sculptuous Adonis EC3 body? Well, again, uh, your pick, amazing. I, I've met Jay White. I stood next to him. His ears are one of the best I've ever seen um, on a person. <laughs> Hygienic. It was uh, it was quality. one of the first okay. things I noticed when when I when I met him. Um, just the texture, the shape, the size. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I've gone for someone um, who I believe his ears react to the crowd very well. Mm-hmm. He hears when the crowd is chanting his theme tune as he comes out. And he acknowledges it, which I do appreciate as well. Sort of breaking the fourth wall. And that is Seth Rollins. So when the crowd burns it down, mm-hmm. he acknowledges that with his amazing ears. And that, that is the uh, the ears that are going on to the side of EC3's body. <laughs> that is a fantastic pick. As far as a WWE guy, I'd have to say Seth Rollins has always, always excelled. Had great ears. Well, yeah. yeah. 
very hygienic. <laughs> Not a Q-tip guy because Q-tips aren't you know really supposed to be for ears. He he really yeah. takes care of his ears. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about, but uh, yeah, Seth Rollins has always excelled. He's he came in as a slam dancer in FCW. Um, he he was kind of a joke at first, but my gosh, he is a mega star. And you're right. He does hear the crowd. He hears the response. He listens to Triple H. Remember Plan B, of course. Yeah. He's a very smart guy, so he's listening to 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 the right people at the right time. Um, very cool choices. Um, real quick shout outs. Um, Omega Luke has a Patreon page, so if you if you're digging the podcast. If you want to support a little extra, get some bonus stuff like this episode, we are going to be putting up some more episodes throughout 2019. We've got lots of really fun ideas to do. Um, we're going to throw them up on the Patreon. Um, I am going to you know, uh, do a lot of theme ideas, a lot of fun shows. So if you guys are digging it on the Patreon, Courtney, um, Anthony, John, uh, you know, all these folks who are Archie, of course, um, everybody – uh, if you have ideas or if you want to do something fun, please let us know and we'll be happy to uh, to consider it. Uh, so we have lots of fun things. Uh, Luke, what is your Patreon page in case somebody does want to support and get some bonus goodies? It's as simple as patreon.com forward slash Omega Luke. Sweet. Um, and we also here at Wilford Watches has a Patreon set up. Um, patreon.com slash Wilfred watches if you want to support a little bonus stuff get everything early get some extra posts get some merch um, all the details are on the website so please take a look if you're interested no pressure of course we love you guys um, so let's go to the eyes this is an interesting yes. one this is I saw your pick and I'm fascinated to hear more but first let me let me go in order i'm gonna pick pentagon jr great shout basically based on the the paint the mask the attire um the facials that he provides he has no fear man pentagon jr his eyes and and i really don't have anything other than aesthetic pleasure that i get from looking at his visuals i own two wrestling masks and pentagon is one of them um, that's how much I really love the dude and his his visual presentation and his no fear policy. Pentagon Junior's eyes are going on my Mr. Potato Head now. Thank you. I, I thought that was a pretty fun pick too, but I'm really fascinated with your next pick for your eyes. So take it mm. away. Okay, so I have gone. I've gone for this person because I recently seen him for the first time on Progress. And the first time I seen him, I fell in love with him as a as a character, not as a person because I haven't quite met him, but as a as a character. And one of the things that I noticed was how his eyes really stood out and popped, and that is Ilya Dragunov. Oh, now, as a man. as a whole character, as a whole look and character, as part of Ring Camp, he is awesome to me. I think he is something that any wrestling fan would watch and just fall in love with him no matter who you are because i think as a character he's brilliant and and uh, and the way he stands and looks and everything is brilliant but his eyes mm-hmm. really stood out to me 
I love I love what because I think he does wear contacts um, during some shows. Some shows he doesn't that I've seen since. But when he does, he needs to he needs to wear contacts more because they look great. I also found him this year on Progress. Um, I am ashamed. I'm ashamed to say, but I I don't watch enough uh, WXW as I should. I took up a free um, a free month that they did offer. Um, and I really should have watched more and more and stuck with it, to be honest. But there's so much good wrestling out there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's too hard to follow <sighs> everything. It's so it's... hard to follow everything. I do try to keep up. Of course, WXW, um, by the time you're listening to this, they've had their huge, huge f- last show of the year with British Strong Style versus Ring Kampf, which is happening later today on the day of recording. So I will be hitting up twitter a lot i want to see some pictures from that um yeah that's a great shout man i think when we look at 2018 and the people who really broke through i think we'll be talking a lot about dragonovich in 2019 as one of the top tier guys who wwe would have to sign i mean he's gonna be he's gonna be right there at the top um yeah by the especially if they want to do something with volta and bring in like him within a stable, dragon off. Oh, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Bring him in as well. Very, very good shout, man. Um, next, we're going to go to Hair. And uh, we went very different ways. On... I am very intrigued to hear about yours. <laughs> so let me tell you, last night um, on the previous episode of Wilford Watches, I hung out with Jin. Um, she was at the uh, Barely Legal, the very first ECW pay-per-view in 97. She went to a bunch of shows. Um, we were both huge Shane Douglas fans um, from other sides of the United States. We were both following this phenomenal product at the same time. And we recreated an ECW roster kind of loosely based on the characters that were there at the time. Um, we had lots of fun, so if, if you haven't heard that, please take, take a listen to the previous episode of Wilford Watches. It was loads of fun, and I think... I can't wait to check it out. Very my, Your WCW one was one of my favorite um, <laughs> episodes. I remember that was the first episode I listened to yours, and I was yeah. like, well, that's a subscribe. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, I did that with Grapple Arcade up in Newcastle. Very, very cool dudes. If you're in the Newcastle area... They always are doing different events where you get to play retro games with Grapple Arcade, um, the dudes up there, um, and they, they're buddies with North, um, the wrestling promotion up there as well. Um, so shout out to Grapple Arcade. Lots of really cool dudes up there um, in the Tyneside area. Now, enough of that. Um, so anyways, I was short on time of thinking about who am I going to put uh, who, who, what pieces am I going to put on my Mr. Potato Head? So, I'll tell you, one of my favorite women's wrestlers is Killer Kelly. And a thing I love about Killer Kelly, and this is why I'm choosing Killer Kelly for my hair on Mr. Potato Head. Look, I don't, I, I know this is going to be a really odd looking Mr. Potato Head, but he's. <laughs> This Mr. Potato Head is going to murder you and talk really well. So, anyways, Killer Kelly is who I picked for hair because I'll tell you what. I follow her on Instagram. She's gorgeous. Um, she's beautiful when she lets her hair down. 
um, her auburn red hair. She's an absolute stunner. Dime, as some people say. But I'll tell you what, if you watch her on NXT UK or in WXW, you know that she has the hair braided up, tucked away, very combat, and she's going to kick your ass. And that's why I went with somebody like Killer Kelly with the with the versatile hairstyles that she has. She can be a vixen during the daytime and murder you when it's fight time. That's why I picked Killer Kelly. Um, I'm pretty shocked. I was ex- I would have put my whole mortgage, <laughs> life, my car. I would have chucked the 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 keys to my podcast passwords wow. at picking. Tanahashi. I was sure of it. Well, that's, you know, I want to, just like how you are the booking ace, um, I don't want to step on your toes. I I never want to do anything like anyone else. Um, When I think of these creative ideas with theme shows, um, I don't want to step on your toes. I don't want to have a booking, uh, you know, fantasy league because there are other people already doing that. That's why I try to do things differently. And I didn't want to go with Tanahashi because I already gave him two hours of my time on the podcast. <laughs> and I also want to have a creative pick that, uh, that always keeps you on your toes. So that's why I went with Killer Kelly. Um, like I said, she's a vixen. She'll be on your, your magazine front cover. And then she'll be in the alleyway ready to kick your ass. So... Um, Luke, who did you pick for your hair? Because I know this is a very, uh, very visual, uh, very uh, pick that you probably didn't put much thought into. Um, you just was like, yep, that's it. Uh, tell me yeah. about your hair piece. Exactly that. So this is the guy <laughs> that got me back into wrestling. Um, and every picture I've seen of him since and every time i watch him since i think god that guy's got such great hair and i am very jealous because i have very thin hair (laughs) and he he is the epitome of gorgeous curls and that is kenny omega he rocks silver hair he he rocks it when it's naturally Mm. whatever it is like the the mousy brown Mm -hmm. whatever he does with his hair i just think oh he looks so good with it you know his his wrestle kingdom style where he had like the couple of braids coming down even done that i mean who who pulls that off other than kenny omega and it it just i I love it i love his hair so much just want to run my fingers for it whoa hey hold on hold on it's like noodles noodles uh now let me ask you when you have a good cup of noodles um do you run your fingers through the noodles depends what flavor really (laughs) really does what else is in the noodles oh Dear God. Okay. Let's move right along <laughs> to the arms of our Mr. Potato Head. And just as a, as a, as a uh, recap, I have Tyler Bate as a body, Eyes of Pentagon, Jay White's ears, Killer Kelly's hair, and now I have the arms. And I think this is where I've really – I've almost won it. This is almost – um, the arms of Stan Hansen, Mr. Lariato himself. He's going to clothesline your head off. Stan Hansen has my arms. Hands down. Easy. Easy Hard pick man. for me. Now, 
you've got a pick on your list, which needs some explaining. I want to hear more about your arms. Uh, so I thought this would stump you. What? I'm stumped. I mean, other than, yeah, go ahead. Take it away. Tell me. What do we got? So <laughs> this was my last pick. Which I which I did when I when I was completing this list because I couldn't really think of of anyone. I already had EC 3s body, um, and he he does have gorgeous arms as well. Uh, don't don't worry, EC three. I have noticed your arms, but I couldn't put you <laughs> twice. Um, so I was thinking in my head who I liked. I quite like Rusev's arms. They're they're not oh, exactly yeah. defined, but they're really just huge and. Lana's a lucky lucky lady, but mm-hmm. I didn't really think that would suit EC3's body. Um, so I was trying to think of someone which would really go with with my potato body so far. <laughs> and and I I came I I I remember watching the WWE figure out. I'm going back to it again, and and thinking, wow, Zack Ryder's got huge arms. And I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Zack Ryder. That guy needs some love. He doesn't get enough attention as it is on WWE TV, yeah. which he deserves. He fully deserves. I want to see him every week because he's such a good character. He's great in the ring. And he also has lovely arms. So Chelsea Green is is very lucky lady <laughs> to be whisked away in those arms. Um, I'm very jealous of her for for. For having that, there's um, no telling. There, there's. I mean, there. That's. Uh, I've, maybe that's why she's a hot mess. Because yeah. of the arms. I would be if he didn't pick me up every day. I'd, I'd sound <laughs> crazy. Oh dear God, this is wild. Um, okay, so we've got arms. We've got two more picks left, and I wanted to save these till the end because they're really juicy. They're good ones. Um. We're going to go with the mouthpiece next because I am going to give you the spotlight on the final pick. Um, so mouthpiece for me. Okay. You know what? This is my show. I make the rules. And he's not necessarily a wrestler. But you got to put this guy in the talk because he is the mouthpiece of our generation, last generation, and probably the next generation. Yeah, and, and that is Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is not only the mind behind ECW, the mouth behind so many, so many amazing talents, but he can get people to tune into a program when it is utter rubbish because he can talk. And Paul Heyman is my mouthpiece. Um, Luke, who do you have? Who do you have on your Mr. Potato Head? I like your pick, but I want to hear more about it. Who you got? Well, first of all, again, great pick, Heyman. I really, really like that. Um, I would try and do an impression, but Bruce Pritchard would oh, show me up yeah. on that one. Um, so I'm That's, not going to. Yeah, not a good idea. Um, my pick. I've gone for an aesthetic mouthpiece, but also. Um, What's the word for aesthetic, but for hearing? Uh, oral? Oral? I don't know. Yeah, uh, something <laughs> like that. Let's just say he sounds nice. He, His voice when he talks is nice. He also is a very, very good singer. Mm-hmm. And my pick is Chris Jericho. So he can, he can sing. He's got a lovely smile, does, does our Chris. And he also... 
he, he's good on the mic as well. Like we've we've heard him in New Japan in this different style. The, the one thing that always everyone always says about Chris Jericho is how he reinvents himself and and is constantly ahead of the game. He never becomes mm-hmm. boring. And I think this this new side that we're seeing in New Japan shows that he can be X-rated on the mic and still be really good, as well as his comedy trips that he did in in um, in WWE and the whole you just made the list and, and everything like that. He's got uh, so many different catchphrases. Kevin Owens' friendship thing was the best. That was hilarious. So good. Yeah. Um, so that, that that's 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 who I'm going for because I think very, all very around good. a very good mouth. Very good shout. I really really like that a lot. Um, Y2J, you can't say enough about him. And if you don't like him in New Japan, you can go f off because he's he's. He's awesome. He's changing the game. He always changes the game. Hot Topic Jericho is killing it. Yeah. Um, I like the way the other day as well in, in the uh, the Road to Wrestle Kingdom when he just started like kicking off at random <laughs> Japanese fans with <laughs> LIJ tops on. And the, the young boys are like pulling the, the, the fans away as if he was actually going to scrap with them. Oh, man. I love he that. He has just come in like a wrecking ball. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so... We have one last piece of our Mr. Potato Head to wrap it up, and it's going to be the attire. Um, for the attire, I've gone with something very left field, um, and I thought about this when we were doing the uh, ECW Revival show last night. I thought, I like this. I like how this can go. So here's what I've done, and I'm going to give you the spotlight on the last pick because I know he's a special person to you. So... My attire for my Mr. Potato Head is gold dust. Mid-90s WWF was... Yes. uh, Think about this. Dustin Rhodes, son of a legend. He was the natural in WCW. I remember that. And then he went to WWF mid-90s. He was uh, this crazy sexual character full body suit um covered in gold he had marlena at his side um he was so far ahead of the game it's not even funny his classic wrestlemania match with rowdy rowdy piper in the brawl outside they did the the mock oj chase which was so good fantastic that was my first ever wrestlemania i watched and to see that that was wild. And look at what he's become. He's he's had some downtimes, but look at the rebound he's had. He's he's in the best shape of his life. He's he's good with himself. He's happy with himself. He's a great, great guy on Twitter. Um, he's a very positive thinker. Um, and and he still has a gimmick that I I doubt people thought would last more than a year back at the time. Um and he's he's compl- and he and and what was it Starcade I think they did a special event where he was actually the natural for like a one off gig yeah um so he could he he's so versatile I think the Goldust attire is perfect um because it's gonna throw your opponent off and he will go to extremes if need be um so that's why I picked Goldust now Luke great shot yeah. Um, we're going to go to your pick next, your tire. And if you listen to the fantastic Omega Luke podcast, or if you follow the gent online, I think you know where this is going, but let's hear it. 
Uh, spotlight's yours. So, <laughs> <laughs> there is obviously um, no doubt that I have a special place for this person in my heart. Um, and the effect that he's had on me in this last year is very indescribable. And no, I'm not talking about Wilfred as, <laughs> as much as as um, it may lead to be believed. But um, this, this wrestler... Uh, really stole my heart in in January in his amazing match that he had. Um, And his attire for that match and the attire that he he carries on wearing, I think, really suits him as a person. I love the look anyway. Um, This, if I was a if if I was a wrestler in his physical shape, like that sort of shape, that's exactly the same attire I would wear. And it is Andrade Cien Almas El Idilo. Um, I've gone for specifically when he wears the white trousers mm. with the white knee pads. I just think that looks so good um, in the contrast to his like golden body. Um, <laughs> and I think that would really suit my EC3 golden body oh, um, yeah, yeah. as my potato. Uh, so if, if my if my potato was wearing the the Andrade Cien Almas. Um, leggings or tights what they what they uh, how they are the white tights um with with Zelina Vega on my arm mm-hmm. in her white two piece um which also goes very well loves Zelina big shout out to her um for completing the look mm-hmm. i really do feel like the andrade cien almas uh, attire is the way to go for me well i love that pick um, when you say the white, and I think about the black, uh, you know, fist, the the uh, tranquilo fist, yeah, um, uh, logo awesome. essentially. He uh, very reminiscent of uh, La Sombra when he was La Sombra back in CMLL days. Uh, New Japan Intercontinental Champion had some very fun matches over there, um, and I really like how he kept the attire uh, as close as it can be. Uh, and he's really kind of upgraded it ever so slightly. And yeah. I think he's going to be personally upgraded um, on Fox uh, with a big gold belt. Uh, I oh, I, I hope so. definitely think that that's going to be possible. Yeah. And uh, honestly, the way that this universal title is going and the cursed kind of history that it's created, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Fox executives say, hey, uh, whatever happened to that big gold belt? Um, we want to see that on air. Uh, wouldn't mm. that be awesome to see the big gold belt come back? Um, oh yeah, in a positive way. Uh, I think it would be fitting, good timing, and I think a great first person to put it on would be Andrade Cien Almas. Um, so Let, very, can I just make yes. a suggestion then? Yeah. Let's add a favorite belt to our Mister Potato right Ooh, now. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. The big gold belt is obviously so, so pretty. Um, but I'm going to go with, with my childhood favorites, uh, which is, of course, if you're any kid in the 90s, uh, the winged belt uh, that was was really just the classic winged belt, WWF Heavyweight Championship. Um, absolute stunner. Uh, honorable yeah. mention, though. Honorable mention. I have to say how in love I am with the IWGP US title. But if yeah. I had to choose one, if I just just one, 
the winged belt from from mid '90s WWF is special to my heart. So, what about you, Luke? Hmm. There's a few that I like. Uh, the, the one, the winged angel is is uh, the winged eagle. size is one of one of my favorites, definitely because of the same reason. Growing up in the '90s and the rock code in it, which is like my all-time favorite. Mm. Um, the only belt I really like on the main roster right now is the Intercontinental. I'm not a big fan of the Big W. Uh, I'd love to see them the, them change it, and I really don't like the tag belts either. I'd love to go yeah. back, like you said, bring the big gold back. That that would be that would be amazing. But I'm going to go with a current belt, the longest reigning champion right now in WWE, mm. that UK title belt. Oh, what a I love it! Fantastic looking belt. It's it's funny because. You say the WWE belt is kind of not really a big fan. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Not a lot of people well, are fans. But I'll tell you, it's kind of the same you know, frame. It's kind of the same uh, bordering. Um, uh, it's very similar type of belt. But the detail that's put into the UK title is magical. It's beautiful. Yeah. You've got the Lions um it's it's beautiful and i really like what they're doing they and and you know they've got the white belt for rhea ripley um they've got the new tag titles coming out so man nxt uk is like oh uh, i was there the night that they were unveiled oh i almost had a heart attack at how gorgeous those belts were (laughs) i was only about i was it sounds a lot but i was 20 rows i'd say away from it Mm -hmm. and oh my god unreal so nice belts the shine was just uh, glistening. Uh, doesn't matter where you are; we could see it all over the world. It was a beautiful set of belts. Um, so that's where we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this for now, um, guys. If you're listening, please uh, enjoy the Christmas break. I'm sure you have a couple days off, um, so go back and listen to some of the really cool interviews that uh, Omega Luke has had recently. Um, of course, the Fantasy Booking podcasts which are fantastic. Uh, and uh, Wilford Watches, of course, has some really cool stuff. Uh, ECW Revival, uh, interview with Matt Charlton uh, of Shining Wizards Designs. Lots of cool stuff. And you can find both podcasts, Omega Luke Podcast and Wilford Watch Podcast, on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, so subscribe there. That way you can get all the episodes from all the fantastic podcasts over there. Um, and please follow Lukey at, at Omega underscore Luke. Follow me at Wilford Watches on Twitter. And have a lovely, lovely Christmas break. And get ready for Wrestle Kingdom 13, guys. Just around the corner. See ya. Merry Christmas. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 